Welcome to Flow State Business. Hey guys, I have had such a wonderful time of year this year, bringing you all the content. And I'm actually going to take a little break from new episodes for a couple of weeks whilst I take off on my world tour, my world adventure, and just giving myself some time to really soak in travel vibes and end of year festivities. But I am going to use this time to reflect on some of the best episodes that we have seen on the podcast, the ones that you've absolutely loved. And I know that we have a lot of new faces, ears, listeners here on the podcast. So it's a really great time of year to reshare some of the hottest hits of 2022. Since the podcast began, in fact, actually, I might throw a couple of those ones in. So this episode is one of them. Enjoy. And I can't wait to be in your ears again very shortly with some fresh new content. And if you didn't already know, I also have a YouTube channel. So come and check me out over there as I start a vlogging journey too. It's going to all be happening in 2023. Let's get into this episode. And as always, I love you all so, so much. I am currently in Manchester, England. It is cold. It is rainy. It is cozy. And I have a little glass of red wine next to me as I'm recording this. But today we are talking all about listening to your inner voice and the voices that are telling you that you ain't good enough. And within that, how you'll find all of the answers. You know, for the longest time we've been told, oh, you know, shut up that inner voice. And that's where your limiting beliefs are. And that's where your fears are. And, you know, being able to control that sometimes is going to help you see through the problem. One thing I wanted to bring up today was the opposite of that. What if your inner voice actually has all of the answers that you've been looking for? Have you ever wondered how to make the right choices in your career, in your business, in your relationships, in your hustle? Sometimes the best rejections that I have ever ever received has been the thing that has helped me actually tune into my inner voice and understand what the message was deeper than what I saw at surface level. So a perfect example I can think of is, you know, back in the day when I was an early recruiter, I was actually still working as an agency recruiter, which basically means I was out there hustling every day, selling every day. I wasn't working for a specific company. I had to just, you know, do the things to make the sale. I decided that I wanted to switch paths and go into internal recruitment and actually represent a brand and a company that I really, really felt, you know, would resonate with me. And I obviously was like resonating with them as well. Um, just checking my mic settings. Sorry guys, this is just, this is just me. What, what do I say? What do I say? Um, so the company that I saw this ad for was Boost Juice. Do you guys remember or know of Boost Juice? And for those of you that in in Australia, you will know, like, you know, Janine Ellis is one of the, you know, most amazing female entrepreneurs out there. And I'm like, yes, I want to work for Boost Juice. And I saw a job for a recruiter. And so I applied and I went all the way through the internal recruiting process with the HR manager at the time. And I got right up to the very last interview post, um, interview stage. And I had met the, I can't remember their exact title, but maybe like the chief operating officer. And then what happened was I didn't hear anything 
bum, bum. So after a week, I called and I said, Hey, you know me, like you nearly picked me. And the end, like we ended the interview really positively. And it was almost like, you know, when can you start or like what date, how much notice do you need to give? And I'm like, uh, like right away. <laughs> I was so ready to leave my agency life for internal recruitment. And so that was super positive. And that was it. Didn't hear. So then, um, a week later I messaged and I got their voicemail. Then 10 days later, I wrote an email saying, Hey guys, I'm not sure if you, you know, you might be super busy, but I was just wondering if you had any feedback or if you knew where I was at from a process point of view still nothing. So then after two weeks, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to give it one more call. And if I don't hear back, then obviously I didn't get it, which sucks. Like I think, you know, almost everybody listening to this podcast, you may have gone through this exact same thing where you just don't get feedback from an employer. Uh, and maybe I've been guilty of that as well, being a recruiter and I get it. Shit happens and things fall through cracks and all of that. So I definitely don't hold any resentment, but after two weeks I called back and the, uh, HR coordinator, called me back after I left a message and she came back to me with a super generic message that said, Oh yeah, we've gotten your messages and we've decided that you're overqualified for the job. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh my God, you could have told me that like so much sooner because I held so much energy and hope for this job. And this is where, you know, inner voice kicks in and you're like, Oh, you know, you're not good enough. And you know, this is like, it was always going to end up this way, Ruby and fear and doubt, anxiety, all of that. And for me, this was a company that I just love so much. And I honestly like bought juices from them all the time. And, you know, I think the worst part was from there, from an inner voice perspective was I didn't get any other feedback and this is like, you know, horrible. And, you know, why didn't they treat me better? And it just felt like, oh my gosh, maybe I wasn't ever meant for that life. And maybe I wasn't good enough, but here's the thing. Like when I reflect on that and PS, that was probably one of the first times I ever, ever got rejected. So it was like amplified everything from a rejection point of view was like, (gasps) how could they not? want me. I'm amazing. I'm one of like, you know, a really great salesperson. I have a bright personality and I took it really personally at the time. Now, when I look at that and I hear the inner voice and I go back to that version of me and I tap into the inner voice, my inner voice was actually saying, you have more to learn, but it's not in the way that you think dream bigger. So years later, I was told I would have potentially been a candidate for their leadership team. And this was something that I found out like down the track, you know, people that I met that knew people in the industry, that knew people that worked at Boost and blah, blah, blah. And so it was almost this moment where I recognized that maybe I was overqualified. Maybe there was something in there where the universe was trying to tell me, um, yes, like stop trying to step back and play small because the role itself was going to be maybe less salary. It was definitely more travel. It was very, very autonomous and very repetitive. I was only going to be in there to recruit a certain position. And I knew like, it wasn't right for me. And yet my physical body was saying, oh, you know, you've got to get it. It turned into this like competition thing. But my inner voice was actually saying, you know what? Tune in, tune in. 
the more I listened to my inner voice, uh, the more money I made, right? Like even to this day, from a career perspective, from a business point of view, from an investment portfolio point of view, the more I tuned into my inner voice and my intuition, the more I tuned into my inner voice, the more influence I had. So I was being promoted. This is down the track into more leadership roles. And the number one feedback that I got from my promotions was you have an intuition. You have like this gut sense about you, which your team really trust you with. And you have an ability to make calls that are really outside of the box. It seems like you don't necessarily only purely focus on what's in front of you, what the data is saying, but you have a way of tuning into that. And that is my inner voice. The more I tuned into my inner voice, the more joy I found. And it's pretty nice to be able to, you know, access that part of, you know, your, your mind. It's funny actually, because Mike read this book about silencing your inner voice and every single cell of me was so against it. I'm like, oh, I just don't agree with that. It just is such a big part of your, the higher version of yourself communicating things to you, even though it may seem to come in the form of fear and anxiety and limiting beliefs, what it's really trying to tell you. And I really, you know, am a huge fan of Abraham Hicks. The universe communicates with you in a way sometimes that human minds cannot ultimately process right there and then. It might take a few lessons. It might take a few hoops to jump through. It might take clients rejecting you, falling off your books. It might take, you know, job offers not actually going through. So now what I'd love to encourage you to do is actually go back to those moments where you felt like, oh, you know, rejected or you felt really down or you felt like the business isn't quite going the way that you want it to go at the moment or your side hustle isn't giving you know, getting as much love and attention as you'd like it to, or where you're feeling really torn between your main job and your side hustle and being, you know, a great friend, wife, parent, husband, daughter, son, whatever it is. And in those moments, really focus and think back and tap into what you felt was true. The feedback that you were given, the conversations that you had, did you ultimately agree with it? Of course not. You know, there would have been moments where you're like, I don't agree with that. Just like with my interview, I didn't agree that I was overqualified, but then deep down I recognized, and it took me, you know, some time to circle back to it, that it wasn't the fact that I was overqualified, although maybe it was, but it was that I was told to dream bigger. And I was told to move on and keep going, press forward, not this door, knock on another door, a window will open. So write a list of what you know to be true. Write a list of going back to those moments, what you felt deep down intuitively, what is true of that moment. And as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. So for instance, with Boost Juice, I would have been maybe bored in that role. I knew that to be true. I felt like I had way more to offer and I would be settling for less, less in terms of not the brand itself, but the role itself and what, who I would be recruiting. So ultimately the HR person made the right call. And also what I know to be true was a call to go bigger. Don't go back in salary. You don't need to travel an hour and a half to work every day. Reach for a challenge. So I did. So I did. 
So another example is, you know, when it came to a promotion, I went for this role and I wanted to step up in my career. And oh my gosh, I remember thinking to myself, and I was rejected. P.S. I was rejected. <laughs> and another person got the role who was a lot younger than me and who was, and mind you, I was like 28 and the person that got the role was like 24. So it wasn't about years of experience. And so it made me wonder, hmm, what was it that they had that I didn't have? And then once again, you spin into this like inner voice thing where it's like, oh my gosh, maybe she's just like more well-connected than me and smarter than me and just has like the right smile and the right energy and the right presence. Maybe I'm just like way too full on and charismatic because the person that got it was way more structured and on the down low and you know, way, way, way more strategic or something like that. And, you know, I got to that point where I tuned back into that version of me and I found what was true, what I knew to be true. And this is what came out. It's time to stop looking for others to approve your greatness and your worth. It's time to start believing in your own truth. You are phenomenal, Ruby. You are worthy of more. You don't need a promotion to feel more worthy. You get to have what you want the most in your life without someone having to pick you. Pick yourself. Pick yourself. So I did. You know, one of the best things that happened was that I didn't get that promotion because not long after that, I decided to start my blog, which then became my business, which today has become an ability for me to travel the world, see the things that I have, run an online business, make an impact on so many of you that I'm working with, right? So this is a quick reminder. When crisis, when loss comes, when challenges come, ask yourself, what are you, what is this situation here to teach me? It reduces the loss, it lessens the struggle, and it becomes easier to bear because you can understand it better. And that is from the one and only Oprah. So I wanted to drop in with a really quick pick me up. Let me know what you think about inner voices, whether this is a different way of thinking about it, especially as you're building your businesses out there. You are all amazing. Come and drop me a line over at underscore Rubyly underscore over on Instagram. I'll leave it there now. Have an amazing day and remember that you can absolutely own your hustle. Bye guys. Love you. 